0: I do not like the massive supermarkets. Ugh. Honestly, it's why I don't go to Costco all that often because it overwhelms the shit out of me. Oh,
1: I'm just like, wow, let me loosen this paradise of options. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, I'm one person. Who the fuck needs 10 pounds of chicken?
1: Nobody. Hello and welcome to Big Girls Gone Wild. where your hosts, Kat and Anne. were creatives, curvy girls, and your big sisters on the internet. On Big Girls Gone Wild, we talk about life, love, and living confidently. We hope you love this
0: episode, so let's get wild.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back (laughs) to Big Girls Gone Wild. It's a chaos episode. Yeah, it is another (laughs) chaos episode. We are just going to be chitting and chatting, catching up, shooting the proverbial shit.
0: A little chit, a little chat, if you will. I love it.
1: (laughs) It's, I'm in a mood already, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we're caffeinated, we're ready to go. Yeah. Or at least I'm caffeinated.
0: Are you caffeinated? I, I feel slightly caffeinated, but, like, not overly. I feel a little lack of sleep lately because I'm on these fucking steroids right now. Oh, yeah. And it, it makes me wired at 12 a.m. And so That's I cannot not ideal. fucking sleep.
1: Yeah. Which is terrible. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that. What's your coffee order this time of year?
0: Ooh, uh okay, well I've not gone to Starbucks, proud of myself. Ugh. Uh, Not spending the $7 I spend at Starbucks is going to save my life.
1: (laughs) I mean, it does add up in fairness. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't add up compared to the purchases that I make. So it
1: really isn't saving me anything. We'll we'll get into that. (laughs) Uh, So anyways,
0: what's my Starbucks order? What's my coffee order? Well, since I'm not really going out for coffee right now, I'm making so much coffee at home. I finally figured out how to make what feels like an iced latte at home. And the secret is instant Coffee? No.
1: Yes. No. Yes. It
0: is. Yes, it is. You want to know why? Because I don't have a fucking espresso maker. And
1: okay, fine, fine. If you don't have an espresso maker, instant coffee. What? Walk us through this. I don't. I'm getting upset. (laughs) So miffed.
0: Okay, well, there's, there's two... Starbucks actually sells an instant coffee that yeah. you can buy in the grocery store. I've That's had it. delicious. I love mm-hmm. it. But I'm actually using the Trader Joe's one right now because I haven't gone to the place where I can buy Starbucks coffee. Okay. Uh, So what I do is I just, like, heat up my water, and then I do, like, three tablespoons of coffee so it's, like, really strong. Uh-huh. And just pour over just a little bit of hot water so it all dilutes, and then fill it with ice, and then... It gets it cold and cooled down, and then I add my milk and whatever my sweetener is. And it makes the best tasting iced coffee.
1: Why don't you have an espresso maker? Because I just don't, okay? Oh, girl. You have several, and I have none. I have two. <laughs> there is one upstairs and one downstairs, I will say that. <laughs> there is a reason for that. There's a story, but what's the story? no one cares. Uh, it was just that the, the good espresso machine that I own was actually one I purchased in China. So when I moved to America... Everything was still literally coming across the Pacific Ocean, and I could not live without my coffee machine. For the, I mean, in fairness, I don't think I got that stuff out of storage for like nine months after I got here because. Well, you guys were living in a. Yeah, we were living in like a tiny of a situation. <laughs> <laughs> a very tiny place before we moved into our home. So, anyways, that that's why we have two of them, but. Okay, well, um I'm going to skip over any commentary on the instant coffee front. I haven't tried it, so I'm going to withhold. It's not bad. My judgment. If you
0: don't have an espresso maker, and I asked Okay, I initially asked for an espresso maker for Christmas cuz I asked for the Nespresso. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And then I changed my mind for reasons that we'll get into in another podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, but I changed my mind on the gift because I was just like, okay, I'm not going to lug this fucker around. They're very heavy. Like, it's yeah. just too much. So, anyways, I'm pausing on that, and then maybe I'll buy, like, a more bougie or fancy one in the future. Okay. And I think part of the reason why I've, like, just been waiting is because I... I, I just, I don't know, I just don't. But I love espresso, and I specifically like the Nespresso pods, too. I think they're delicious.
1: I do think that the flavor of the this- Nespresso Nespresso, wow, I can't say that. Nespresso
0: with an N. Nespresso, Nespresso.
1: <laughs> isn't George Clooney like their spokesman? Is he? he I think he does do those really like sexy, sexy yeah, sexy Nespresso commercials. I actually
0: really like George Clooney. Oh, who I'm looking, doesn't? I'm looking for a George Clooney husband.
1: That man is so real. Like, that's what I want. I want a little salt and pepper. I want a oh, oh, hell yeah, man. okay. I, I mean old man (laughs) it depends (laughs) if it's kevin costner as i have aforementioned i believe this was one of like the first three episodes that we recorded i like went off on a complete tangent about kevin costner i'm still on it i still don't remember who he is oh my god anyways um okay so (laughs) we're gonna just skip over that instant coffee with iced instant coffee sounds better than hot instant coffee at the very least i will give you that Yeah. So that's good. What are you using as your sweetener? Well,
0: I wanted to get the Chobani sweetener that you introduced me to. Yes. And I did like an Instacart online order and it was like must have been sold out. So then they gave me a bullshit Starbucks one. No. Which is what I've been using and I don't really love it, to be honest. It's not good. So I either use that or I just have like the... Torrini sugar free vanilla.
1: Yeah. That I'll put in. Okay, here's the deal. Here's my current coffee order, which is not not ordering also. The reason is not because I'm trying to save money. It's actually just because I really don't like the almond milk that Starbucks uses. Mm. Uh you will perhaps recall you and I and one other person were doing something and I brought with me an almond milk latte from Starbucks and I was oh, like that was this is fucking trash. gross. This is so bad. And uh, Kendall, shout out, if you're listening, uh, told me that this was because the brand of almond milk they use at Starbucks has like hydrogenated oils added to it or something. Uh, Either way, I just hate the flavor. It tastes really gross to me. I don't get it because I primarily use almond milk at home. Like, I use silk. I buy it at Costco. Like It it, it tastes totally fine in a latte. I actually prefer it. I think it's really nice because it's not sweetened. Yeah. But for some reason, the one at Starbucks is just gross. So anyways, I've been making peppermint mocha iced almond milk lattes. Ooh. And it's the Chobani Peppermint Mocha Creamer. And it is so good. Okay,
0: is this the grocery store that's by your house that you're getting this Chobani creamer from? Where the fuck are you buying it? Because I can't find it.
1: I'm pretty sure it's at the Safeway near my house.
0: Like right up the street, yeah. Like okay. right up the street. Maybe I'll stop there on the way
1: home. You should. Um, well, actually, I also no, think that Target too. always has it. Tar- okay. Target Grocery is where it's at. Huh. With some of that fancy stuff, uh, but they just they don't have any extra crap in the Chobani creamers. Like it is cream, yeah, <laughs> with a little bit of flavoring, and that's See, it.
0: This is where I struggle. I'm like either all in or all out. I either shop at Whole Foods or I go to Walmart. <laughs> no and i respect that so I, I never go to safeway or whatever the other ones are because yeah they're not really near me no and like the closest grocery store that's like Technically, closest to my house is a neighborhood Walmart. I don't know if you've ever shopped oh, at a yeah. neighborhood Walmart. I actually really love them. Do you? Yeah, because they're okay. tiny. Like, they're yeah. small. They're a digestible grocery store. I do not like the massive supermarkets. Ooh. Honestly, it's why I don't go to Costco all that often because it overwhelms the shit out of me. Oh,
1: I'm just like, wow, let me loosen this paradise of options. <laughs>
0: i'm like i'm one person who the fuck needs 10 pounds of chicken nobody
1: oh but i just want to keep getting extra freezers yeah and but then, you like, have don't you have two refrigerator and a freezer i have two fridges yeah, yeah so
0: yes yeah no i have one refrigerator that isn't even a standard no, size refrigerator I mind know. you it's made for small people yeah and- you
1: no your fridge is small you know how i know that because last time when you left not last time but like Previously, when you left town and you accidentally had a bunch of deliveries that were still coming to your house, yeah, I had to like go shove daily them harvest in.
0: Packages. <laughs> there was no room. No, I have the world's smallest refrigerator. It literally, it's like. I think it's six inches smaller than the standard-sized refrigerator because of, like, where the built-in is in my house. Yeah. Because, and the only reason why I know this is because I actually had to buy a new refrigerator this year and a new dishwasher. Wah, 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 all wah. All of these things. <laughs> my house. The bane of my existence, I swear oh. to God. Anyways, I had to buy a new one, and I couldn't buy a standard size. I, there were only, like, three options on the market that I could purchase. Because of the size, so yeah. and then I like reached out to contractors and we talked about cool, well, can we build it out can we make it larger? The answer is no. Wow, well, <sighs> well, 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 the joys of home ownership. Anyways,
1: yeah, okay. Well, what else are you doing to get into the festive holiday season? Oh, I decorated my house. Did you? I oh did. no, I saw part of it. Yeah, yeah. you were at my house yesterday. Weren't I you? literally was it. Well, no, two days. I don't ago. know. <laughs> We're losing track of time. <laughs> I can't count anymore. No, your mantle was very cute. It was very evergreeny. Yeah, I believe you had some pine cones integrated into that tableau. Lots of
0: foliage. Yeah, very cute. Mm-hmm. And then I opted not to put my full Christmas tree up this year because hmm. I'm not home the whole season. Right. And I wanted something that was festive and bright. And I forgot that I had bought this. It kind of gives like a Charlie Brown Christmas vibe because it's very
1: it, it really does. It totally <laughs> it's, does. It's very
0: minimal and it's like a white little tree that's no leaves on it. It's yeah. just like a
1: almost like a birch tree. Yeah, or, it's a little modernist paper... aspen. What is it a
0: paper tree? Aspen tree I don't or don't know. could
1: be a paper birch too, who knows. <laughs> Why are we getting so specific What's with the, the trees? <laughs> What's that tree that's peelable? No, it's the, pa- it's the paper paper bark on the birch trees, isn't it? Is I that... I was correct. I think I, so. I, I, I believe. Sometimes I forget that I'm a bit of a botanist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, like, I think it's funny when people are like, oh, that flower's pretty. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this, this, this. No,
1: actually, <laughs> do you know what? The first time you came to my house, because I have like a billion fucking plants in yeah. here... I was so shocked when you like started walking around and you were being like, "Oh yes, this pothos plant is looking really healthy." Is this a philodendron? I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> like, no one ever knows this when they come over. It was hilarious.
0: I know, and it's uh, yeah. I, so I am a little bit of a. I do have a really big green thumb. You and I yeah. both
1: actually. We don't ever talk about this,
0: but no, we have a fuck ton of plants in our house. We sure do. And I, I grew up gardening. I had a whole garden my entire life. Yeah, I've yeah, I've had a farm farm i had a garden plot
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can see you on the farm in you're like balenciagas
0: <laughs> i legit sometimes i fantasize about this <laughs>
1: you should do it
0: <laughs> about living life on a farm and just like you know living with all of my animals and having chickens and horses and pigs and goats and, and like a bunch of fuck ton of dogs and like, just like living that life and literally walking and feeding the dogs and like Gucci. Yeah.
1: But you would do that. And it would be like one day Crocs, the next day Gucci. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is like truthfully my life, even in the city. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I've had like fantasies about this. And my best friend, Sarah too, she like also wants to do this. She wants to own a duckweed farm. And we've talked about this. (laughs) I'm sorry. Back the fuck (laughs) out. A duckweed. A what? A duckweed a- farm. What the hell is a duckweed farm? It's a farm that grows both weed and ducks. <laughs> are you- <laughs> <laughs> What
1: are you talking about? What if the ducks eat the weed? Well, <laughs> you just they have will like high
0: ass ducks infused duck <laughs> infused
1: duck. <laughs> that could actually do quite well in the luxury market here in Colorado. I think hundred
0: percent. We've talked Cannabis about this before, though. Like, she really wants to buy a house in Wyoming. And own like a duckweed farm and we've talked about having a compound and all these things. Wow. So this is, you know, and I don't know why I've always been obsessed with the pioneer woman. How have we never talked about this?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Is it like when you've been going to Walmart to get your groceries, you like get sucked into like the Tupperware? (laughs) No.
0: You know who I'm Because she has a brand
1: deal with Walmart. Well, and she's got like kitchen supplies. Yeah,
0: but I don't go to that kind of Walmart. Remember, I don't okay. go to the neighborhood one. So I've well, not really seen her. Actually, I think I items. might have bought some of the some of her cookware for my
1: mom yeah. several years ago. Uh, Wait, <laughs> how did this happen? My Was it when you were like food blogging, and then you came across her, and you were like, "Wow, I just I've come always into this? loved her."
0: It's like I think. Growing up well, okay, so I don't know if I ever talked about this, but my thesis in college for undergrad was on the presence of masculinity on the Food Network channel. And I so literally my job for this research project was to watch hours and hours and hours of the Food Network channel. Okay. And understand how feminism and masculine sexist energy plays a significant role in the way that the Food Network channel actually markets and how their TV shows work and all of this stuff. It's actually really interesting. So mm-hmm. like their whole primetime television, it's all modeled after football, which yeah. is really interesting. So like it's always cooking shows, cooking competitions, like the, the higher end echelon of food. And it's all the music is reminiscent of watching an NFL game that's
1: wow that's so accurate and now then, that I'm thinking back especially yeah. what their lineup was like when you were working on it because mm-hmm. it was the it was the heyday of like Emerald Lagasse yeah yep, Bobby all Flay of, yep. all the grilling stuff yep. all and of and the all Iron those, Chef all of the
0: men's TV shows and all of the competition shows would be played at primetime television to attract families to turn them on and watch them in the evening. And actually, my family watched a lot of the Food Network channel yeah. growing up. <clears throat> my dad loves the Food Network channel. He loves Bobby Flay. He loves uh, Guy Fieri. However the fuck you say his Fury, last name. Fieri, I think. Fury. yeah. And then we watched a ton of Diners, Dive-Ins, and Drives as well growing huh. up. And so, like, anytime we would go on vacation, we would watch all of these different... Right shows, and we would pick restaurants that were on Diners, Diamonds, and Drives to go uh-huh. to because it was such a family favorite show.
1: But daytime
0: television on the Food Network channel is all the chicks. It's all the women. It's oh my Garden. It's the Pioneer Woman. It's every single woman and they're all usually shows that are catered towards meals for your families, 30-minute meals, easy meals for home and dinner. It's never about, like, that higher echelon of food. So it's very sexist. Oh, my
1: God. I know. I feel so mini- – because everything you're saying, like, that's so accurate. It totally tracks. And I've never really thought about it, to be honest. Yeah. Well, anyways. That's super so, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, so my fascination with the Pioneer Woman began very early on in life, and it, like, was further exacerbated from, you know – watching countless hours of do you like her food like
1: the stuff that she actually cooks
0: yes and no like there are some things that i'm like "Mm, that looks interesting yeah i don't rarely ever though i will say cook someone else's
1: recipes recipes yeah i'm not a recipe follower that's fair is, isn't she kind of like ranch cooking? Does she she, she she lives on a ranch? Just, she does. She yeah. used to be a city girl. Okay. She met
0: this boy in college, and she fell in love with him, and he was a rancher. All right. And then she moved to the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and now she lives on a ranch and has like seven million children. And she drives into town, which is like two hours away, once a month, and buys like these epic, massive grocery hauls. And then Whoa. she's constantly like cooking for, she's cooking for like a team. Wow. You know? Okay.
1: So... Where, where does she live? I don't really remember, to okay. be honest. All right. I'm going to have to – I know a lot of people are really into her. I just – I I because I'm slightly young, uh, older – I was about to say younger. Not <laughs> accurate, guys. Um, because I'm slightly older than you, like, I don't even think she was on Food Network when I was watching a lot of Food Network because I watched it in college, and it was like, Rachel Ray – early Iron Chef, when like Morimoto was still the rock star of the Iron Chef days. I don't think she was that popular yet. Yeah. She was probably just starting out. And I just, I think that phase passed me by like Uggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you slipped Uggs in there. Yeah. Well, her and Ina Garten were the two that I loved the most. But right now, my current obsession is Jennifer Gardner's instagram pretend kitchen cooking show i don't know if you've ever seen it no she's been doing it since like 2020 i think or 2019 and it is the most hilarious little two minutes and 30 seconds that you'll ever watch and she is just such i like she's so funny i love her i want her to
1: like actually turn it into a real thing but it never will be it'll just be this little fun thing that lives on instagram okay i haven't seen that but i did catch a like instagram video of her last week that made me like laugh until i cried was it the what's in my bag yes (laughs) Oh my god, we're gonna have to link it in the show notes, you guys. She started; it's a total mom bag. She starts reaching in and pulling shit out, and some of it's normal, and then she starts pulling out bags of almonds. They're nuts, yeah, all the nuts. She, she had, like, had like ten, 10 bags. bags of nuts, and she was like herself, like almost <laughs> weeping by the end, being like, "I guess I'm just really afraid of running out of fucking nuts." <laughs> I, I don't know. It was relatable. Oh my god, that's so
0: funny. Yeah, no, I love her her videos. They just crack me up. She's just so wholesome and she's like the Totally. I feel like she's America's girl next door right she's yeah. just I don't know she's the pinnacle I love her so much and she went to Denison Oh, did she? She did. I did not know that. She's a little Denison alum. Her and Steve Carell both went to Denison. Oh, nice. She was the commencement speaker my last year working at Denison. Okay. And uh, she came to my office. Nice. And she was like, hey, can I borrow this? And then she used my business card to blot her lipstick. Shut the front door. And I kept it. Of
1: course you did. (laughs) Who wouldn't keep it? I'd like frame it (laughs) and be like, Jennifer Gardner, kiss this. I know.
0: (laughs) Jennifer Gardner's lips.
1: (laughs) All right, wow, where do we go from there? Hard to go onwards and upwards from Oh, well, we forgot Jennifer to talk Garner. about
0: why the whole duckweed farm thing actually started. So,
1: the, my, the number of questions that I have as a follow-up here might be, like, too much, yeah. but please. But
0: yeah, anyways, it's a, it's a dream. It's a pipe dream.
1: But no, let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> why this particular combination?
0: Well, okay, Sarah has always had a fascination with ducks, and we're a very herbaceous
1: group of people. But okay, but what does she want to do with the ducks? Just is that like pet ducks on this think, weed ranch? I think sell them. Is it a ranch or a farm for weed? I think it's a farm. I think you're right. I think it's probably a farm. Mm-hmm. So a duck ranch slash weed farm slash cannabis. Compound. <laughs> the compound makes it sound like a militia operation. Let's uh, isn't it,
0: isn't it called a compound?
1: You- well, I mean, it probably is if it's like multiple multiple homes or multiple residences on one piece of land. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a yeah, it's a collective, a compound, communal
0: communal living, living. space. Yeah,
1: ish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know that was the dream, but uh, I stand updated.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a dream.
1: <laughs> it's a
0: distant dream. Sometimes I do think about it. I'm like, God, how nice would that be to just live off the land and.
1: I mean, you know that I've yeah. threatened to do this myself. Oh, for sure. Think- I've actually looked into properties. <laughs> I'll get on Zillow and be like, "This piece of land is empty. <laughs> Josh will love it."
0: <laughs> I feel like you're the land that you're looking for, though, is more like in the mountains. Correct. And, like you're gonna be running into bears, kind of situation. Yeah. Whereas I'm more like, really, I want a lot of land. That's like yeah, a you flat want plains. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get that. I want that. A piece of that Plains. That's a very Midwestern instinct of you, and yeah. I love it. But
0: in Montana. Okay. Because that's where all the famous people
1: are moving. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I want to run. Kevin Costner's them. here. I'm just going to put, put that out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm still hoping that someday, walking down the streets in Aspen, I will see that fine, fine man. Is that man. where
0: he lives? Is in Aspen?
1: He has a, a, like, a very famous, very expensive ranch up there, I believe. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh la la. Yeah. Ooh la la is right. Okay, well, anyways, what else is going on in life besides your dreams of duckweed firming? Okay, well, the
0: whole reason why I was... What was I
1: talking about in the very beginning? Well, I think I was talking about how I fucked my foot
0: up, which I wanted to update you all
1: on. Right. Crocs did come up.
0: Yeah, Crocs did come up in maybe conversation that preceded the actual start of the podcast.
1: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Uh, Well, I have been you know, while I was telling you all that I am on a hiatus from trying to buy a bunch of shit, last night I changed my mind (laughs) completely and I bought a bunch of fucking shit. Partially because I have only like one pair of shoes that actually fit me right now. Yeah. Because I'm wearing a ankle brace. Yep. It's a cute one. It is cute. Yep. I'm hoping that it helps. Rewinding. Back to, I guess almost six weeks ago now when I was in Thailand and I was walking through the caves on this excursion that we did barefoot because I did not know that we were going to be doing a ultra extreme boat day yeah (laughs) in these islands uh and I was wearing flip-flops so I took the flip-flops off and I walked through all of these caves without any shoes on and I think I fucked my foot up in that regard because once I did that like within a matter of days I was having immense pain while I was there I was taking like lots of ibuprofen and Tylenol because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it and then when I came back I scheduled an appointment with my general practitioner and she's like oh it's just plantar fasciitis you just need to do some stretching and you can still keep walking you can still keep working out and you know do that for a couple of weeks and then if it doesn't get better I'll refer to you to a specialist well I did that what she said and I'm like why is this getting worse like if anything it's not getting better it's more and more painful. So, I finally got an appointment with the specialist, and he's like, You have tendonitis. Mm. And I like basically either overextended or tore this mm. tendon that's on the outside of my foot. It just it's so, so painful. fucking painful. Yeah. I, honestly, it is like, and it hurts even when I'm not walking on it, and it's been hurting like this for. Almost a month and a half. I'm hopeful that it's not actually torn because if it is, then I'll have to have surgery. So right now I'm taking a really heavy dose of steroids and I have to like not walk on it a lot and I have to keep it uh, in this brace.
1: Well, not to take a, this is a slightly serious turn. Yeah. So I will say it's kind of interesting and messed up. Both of us were quite sick Mm -hmm. uh, or injured in your case. Um, I got very sick right before I went on my trip, and I think I mentioned this in a podcast we uploaded a few weeks ago, uh, and saying like I had bad insomnia, blah, blah, blah. Well, the update to that is that I finally have figured out that I actually had a very severe bacterial infection. It wasn't insomnia because of anxiety or even related to IBS, which is a chronic thing that I've dealt with, which is what I assumed that it was. And after I got back from the trip, I had gone to urgent care and they said, you know, they did their best, right? Yeah. Like they attempted to give me solutions and they said, here's medicine for IBS. You need to get back on track. It's almost certainly this. And went home, took the medicine for several weeks, wasn't getting better, mm-hmm. went back to the doctor, said, I'm, I've am i been ill now for literal months, <laughs> help. And so they sent me in for lab testing and it turns out I had a very nasty bacterial infection. Uh, and I think, you know, the... The lesson to this for from both of us is I think advocate for your health. Mm-hmm. And if someone gives you a solution and you can feel in your body that it is not working, that this is not the thing that's happening, you have to go back and fight for it. And it's so to me at least, it's very frustrating because I think uh, this is something that commonly happens under a couple of circumstances when you're a woman. Mm-hmm. One year, two year person of color, yeah. right? Because pain and pain tolerances are assumed to be higher. Yep. And so, you know, I think sometimes people, providers will see you and you'll say, like, this is not good. And they don't realize that it's like really not good, that you're like a nine out of 10 on pain, or this is like a daily interruption of your life kind of issue. But the other thing is just like also, if you have any anything chronic that, you know, they might assume it to be, they're going to assume that first. Yeah. And you have to push for testing sometimes.
0: Well, and the other thing too that will often come up is that they will associate it with your weight. Absolutely. They're like, oh, this is because you're fat.
1: Yep. And I will say, I'm very thankful.
0: My general practitioner, she's super body positive. She has never been like, oh, this is because you're fat or your weight or whatever. And the specialist didn't say anything like that either, Good. which I was really really excited about and neither of them weighed me nice Mm -hmm. so not i don't really have any issues with being weighed but it's nice that that's not something that is such a
1: doesn't need to be because
0: sometimes that clouds the entire appointment yep and i was really grateful that at least that wasn't the case i was a little bit bummed that i was misdiagnosed in the first place because basically what i was doing was actually making it worse same and same for you too so, yeah, it's one of those things. You live and you learn. But I'm glad that we both advocated for ourselves to at least yeah. get some additional opinions and that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm just really fucking keeping my fingers crossed that this shit gets better and that I don't yeah. have to have surgery. And I'm also bummed, too, because I'm about to be driving cross-country. I'm supposed yeah. to be going to a bunch of different cities for the next, like, five weeks. And it's just going to be a lot. So I have to figure that piece out, too, of yeah, how much can I really actually do. So I might be taking it much lighter than I anticipated.
1: And embracing limitations is not a strong suit for either one of us. (laughs) Neither of us have any chill. No, and it's, this is actually, like we're gonna do another episode that will go up next week that's more like review of 2023, goals for 2024, lessons learned, blah, blah, blah. But one I'll just raise now is like, for me, something that I feel so clearly about at this point in the year is that I have to prioritize my health. And it sounds a little bit funny to say that because especially if you've been listening to the pod regularly, we talk about this all the time and we're always coming up with little strategies things that we're trying out, new habits, new routines. And while I think I've been good at doing that this year, I also realized that I have waited too long for medical care and I have deprioritized health. Particularly, I have prioritized work over health Mm -hmm. multiple times in ways that were not cool. And so I have to cut that out in 2024. Like this deserves to be taken care of as soon as possible and that's that's one of my resolutions for next year
0: well i think for me too what i think about with like health and longevity is the that feeling of frustration of like Mm -hmm. oh this is gonna impact my entire life yeah like not being able to walk on your foot that is correct (laughs) it's annoying and actually respecting yourself enough to give yourself the time to heal yeah that is hard it's hard hard for you and for me yep and yeah, it's it's a struggle. I go back and forth as to like, okay, well, you know, but I, I want to be able to not, I don't want to feel this way. So no, I exactly. have to actually do what I'm told and, you know, rest more
1: than I would so like. So hard. And I think, particularly for you, I mean, I don't think you've actually said this, but I kind of assume that this is frustration on top of like, you took so much time out to have surgery this year. You already had a really long recovery period. You had just been getting back into the gym, which you love going to. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think, at least if I were you, I'd be like pretty annoyed and frustrated that I was having to sit out again and wait for another recovery period, especially like, the surgery was planned, this was not planned, yeah. but having both in the same year, that's got to be a lot. Yeah.
0: It is annoying because I did take like initially six months off, basically, from April until I left for Asia. Yeah. And I think that's part of a part that's annoying, is you're like, oh, I was just feeling better, and right. I, mentally I feel great. I feel like I could do whatever. And physically, my body feels ready to move as well,
1: but my foot is like, nah, bitch, you need to take yeah. a break. So. How are you how are you dealing with that frustration? Uh mentally and emotionally. I don't know. I don't know that I've really processed that. Yeah. I feel like I need to process my frustration. <laughs> Cause I feel frustrated. Yeah. Like honestly. It, it especially when you have something chronic like IBS and it comes up again and again and you're like I thought this was going to get under control, right? Like I don't want to deal with this again. Yeah. Like, ugh, come on. Are you joking me? Like this is terrible. I don't know. I'm 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 working out ways to be more proactive in processing those kind of things.
0: Yeah, I don't really know how you accept that change in life.
1: I don't know. I did just download a bunch of books on Audible that are all
0: about like changes in life and Yeah relationships and self journey and health and like all that kind of stuff so i'm interested to kind of do a little deep dive into that particularly especially when i take long road trips and i love driving too this is the thing Mm. and it's my right foot which is totally fucked because Uh, you know i can still drive with a brace i can't drive if i end up having to have a boot Mm. so just keeping my fingers
1: crossed crossing my fingers For for you for no
0: boot uh but, yeah, when I drive, I love to listen to books uh, that are, like, self-help books. And yeah, I like those, too. It's a big time for me to think about goals and planning, and it, it's just, it's, it's a very creative time for me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think a lot of people feel that way about driving across the country, but I, I actually
1: do. do. Do you really? No, I totally agree with this. Yeah,
0: like, some of my best business ideas and ideas for life in general have come on long cross-country trips. Okay. I
1: have theories about this. So, here's, here are a couple of weird theories one i think it's liminal spaces Mm. i know that sounds like the most bullshitty thing to say but if think about it i don't know if you feel this way in airports as long as they're not like gross crowded and loud Uh like being stuck in an airport lounge for a few extra hours i feel like i get i there's some sort of freedom in being between spaces Mm. right like the the transportation spaces the sort of like You're neither here nor there. You're going from point A to point B. No one can bother you. It's like time to yourself. And I also think, I I think there's something about driving the Midwest because it's just like, big sky. It's literally open. Endless, space. Yeah. It's just so open and you're just like going down the high. I don't know. Yeah. I love it too.
0: Yeah. I think the, I, I will say long trips through the Midwest. Yeah. Long trips that have been through the mountains. No, that has not worked <laughs> out. You know, I have high anxiety about mountain <laughs> driving and every fucking time I drive through the mountains, it's never good. That, it doesn't, doesn't give me that same feeling, but the, like the Great Plains, it really, it really does it for me. Um, yeah. The creativity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the great plains man okay so plains duckweed farms compounds we're getting somewhere oh my god
0: we told you it was gonna be chaos you all
1: <laughs> yeah welcome anything else that we want to cover things that are going on besides our <laughs> weird health problems um, like why i a fuck ton of tv partially okay. because i can't walk so much right yeah. now a
0: couple tv show recommendations yes go number for one it. black cake Okay, what? So what is good. it? It's about this woman who is half island girl, which I think might be Jamaica. I can't quite okay. tell exactly what the island is. half Chinese, some type of Asian. Okay. I don't know the exact origins of her background, right. But she grew up on an island in a racial family and she essentially flees her home. And she runs away, and the series actually starts with her about to die.
1: Hmm. And
0: she has two children and a husband that has already passed. And she's a very kind of closed-off, secretive woman. Hmm. And she dies from cancer. You find wow. out all of this within the first two minutes, so I'm okay. not really spoiling much yeah. of the, the actual story. But she, after she dies, she leaves her children these audio recordings that she does on who she actually is oh wow and you learn about her her life and it is a wild fucking ride like okay it's so interesting it's such a cool concept because you don't really see first of all you never see interracial couples that are Mm. black and asian not often that are actually represented on television and i think the storyline is really interesting because it's also, you don't really see a lot of, like, Islander mm-hmm. stories and things like that either. Yeah. And I think the the development of the characters in the show is really good. It's based off of a book, which is also called Black Cake, but I've never mm-hmm. read it before. And it's 10 out of 10. Absolutely love it. Such okay. a good show. Okay. All right. Super obsessed with that. The other show that I've been watching is yeah. Lessons in Chemistry. You told me about this.
1: Yeah, so okay, good. it's on my
0: list now. I read the book first. Up until the last episode, the TV show was on par with the book. So good. Okay. But the way that they ended it was kind of disappointing, because they left okay. out some seriously key elements that uh-huh. happened in the book that should
1: have been put onto television. Do you think it's because they're going to do a season two? No. Okay. Hmm. Mm-mm. All right, well, what I've been watching is Loki on Disney+. What is it we hit Loki. Like the Norse god Loki. Okay. So it's part of the Marvel universe and it's just, it's so good. Like the aesthetics of the show are beautiful. It has a very like vintagey retro color palette and camera work and it's got Owen Wilson in it. So he's hilarious. And Tom Hiddleston is Loki and he is just so fine. That man is so fine. So I've been enjoying that. It's just a six part uh season two for that show and then what i've been i'm still plugging through gilmore girls okay i have decided i love this show i was skeptical at first now it's a new comfort show i love it i'm obsessed i have thoughts i have opinions (laughs) i am in season three so i am in the rory dating jess era of gilmore girls okay i am not team jess okay i'm putting it out there my husband is team Jess. He's like, Jess is a baddie. Jess is a hottie. Get it.
0: I mean I can see him saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I am like, Jess is rude. <laughs> I don't like him. I've He's team a different not person nice. who you haven't met yet. Yeah, okay. So, I bet your team Logan. 100% percent I, I I don't wow even know Logan who this in is my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who this is yet, but like it seems like there is a strong Logan contingent on the internet. I
0: think you're going to hate Logan. Oh, really? I fucking
1: love him. He's a okay. douchebag. He's like oh. a total bro. He's every man I ever loved in college. Like ugh. I'm, t- I'm team nobody right now, to be honest. I'm team Luke, really, because that is yeah. a, a handsome, thick, grumpy lumberjack. And that <laughs> is abs- reminds
0: me of your husband. <laughs>
1: for real. I'm so into that. <laughs> I like, I guess I married the right person because I find that sort of attractive. Um, you definitely married a Luke, for sure. Yeah, I did. He's I not it. quite as grumpy as Luke is, but, you know. Thank God. Because he is a little bit over the line grumpy, which yeah. is obviously for comedy in the TV series. But, yeah, yeah no, I don't actually want want somebody to be quite that persnickety that's what i've been watching
0: i just saw this tiktok on uh, a
1: <laughs> or tiktok that was on
0: gilmore girls and she's like you know i'm about to be 32 and i was just thinking about when in my life it will be that i will be able to go to my parents and ask them for a significant lump sum of money <laughs> to send my daughter to private school in exchange for coming to dinner every Friday. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, actually comical to think that she's 32.
1: Absolutely. And
0: she's, like, pissed that she has to go to dinner yeah. with her parents for thousands and thousands of
1: dollars for right. them to
0: cover for her daughter to go to well, this school and college.
1: This was something that I was actually, like, annoyed by in the first season. I was like, ugh. This this woman is a brat. Like yeah. she is she's more so like, unreasonable with her parents. Is very
0: unreasonable. And then you realize that Rory is also very unreasonable as well.
1: I've heard this, but they're, she's not quite there yet. They're both brats. And yeah. and it's like a big white privilege thing, right? Like to I am I am an to Emily to- Gilmore stan currently. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's pretty crazy, but I do think that the longer I've been watching it, the more I'm like, okay, well, it was literally just a setup for the show to exist. Yeah. You know, like, right. it, it can't be a thing unless they're coming to dinner every week. Yeah. So I kind of get why they did that, but yeah, no, initially I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> anyways
0: i mean neither here nor there i love this show and i will forever love the show no matter how many people say that oh it's you know super
1: privileged people and of course it of is, course it is. I mean, it's It's a reflection the, of the time i was gonna say yeah it's absolutely yeah. a f-
0: reflection of not all
1: of out. the jokes land anymore yeah. <laughs> some of them are like ah <laughs> yeah. what what yeah. did you just say
0: oh, such a good show i'm so happy that you're watching it though
1: i love the fashion i i'm tempted to just straight up dress directly from yale more girls i actually bought a sweater that looks almost exactly like one of the sweaters that rory is wearing in the show no, that was
0: too funny i mean the only reason why i applied to yale was because rory went to yale
1: <laughs> really yeah i didn't know that yeah it's hilarious and i got fucking waitlisted but Aww. whatever otherwise well, i would have been a yale girly uh yeah. yes the life but then i ended up going the to a college that
0: literally the town Denison is in the town of Granville, yeah. which looks identical to... Stars Hollow.
1: Oh my gosh, that's And it is funny. very
0: similar, like, in the vibe, in, like, the town politics, all of it. Like, you can't paint your house certain colors. Oh. All of the fast food restaurants in the town can't actually have their normal logos like so Ta- is-
1: taylor Dosey is like on the board exactly. somewhere somewhere granville exactly <laughs>
0: yeah it is the most quintessential like perfect little east coast town you could ever imagine even though it's technically i mean ohio wants to be east coast because they're an eastern time but like <laughs> let's be real they're like not- they're
1: rust belt sorry yeah. <laughs> sorry if you're from ohio <laughs> <laughs> being a rude, a rude midwesterner okay i'm dying to know what are you obsessed with this Week. we haven't talked about things that we're obsessed with no before. we haven't um well so you were fondling slash handling my britney spears book the woman in me uh <laughs> i am certainly not the first person to shout this book out on the internets i am reading it for book clubs so that is an upcoming thing i haven't actually started it yet but i am looking forward to it i am reading another book that i am very much enjoying so it's called bookshops and bone dust
0: Ooh, yeah what's that about
1: it's a cozy fantasy. So it's about a bookstore, and it's about necromancers. Okay. Um, and it's just it's just really lovely. It's the sequel to Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry, uh, which is kind of like a cult favorite cozy fantasy uh, that came off. I think it was just kind of a, a fan favorite off the internet that got published, and then he did the sequel. So that's been really nice to curl up with at night. Highly recommend if you're into the sort of cozy vibes. Um, and you like fantasy. So those are a couple of things. I, I painted a 3D dice tower for a D&D game I've been involved in, and it was it was honestly like the most relaxing activity I've done in some time. Just like the level of detail that had to go into it. I was zoned in. I was dialed in to creating some ombre colors <laughs> on this Dice Tower, man. So that was a lot of fun. I don't know. I've been getting in Black Friday packages slowly and I found some really good stuff, but it's all very like, I don't. I don't want to say boring because I don't mean boring. But they're but I'm, like basics. But like basics, yes, yeah. exactly. So I got a black Abercrombie blazer, which if you need a blazer for work, highly recommend. It's it just fits really well. And then I got pants from Madewell. So they have really good wide leg trousers called the Harlow trousers. I think they're pretty viral on TikTok. Uh, and they went on major sale for Black Friday. So I picked up some of those and I'm excited about that. I don't know. I was kind of building out a, a, my work wardrobe again. Yeah. So that was most of what I was looking at. And I actually, I feel like I was I was trying to create content during the sales and I was aware of all these really good sales and then I got distracted and forgot to buy a bunch of Christmas presents now I'm pissed at God. myself. <laughs> Anyways... What about you? What are you obsessed with this week?
0: Oh, well, I am back in my
1: crochet girly era. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: obsessed with crocheting again. I learned how to crochet when I was like five. My grandma taught me how to crochet. Cute. And it was a fun activity that we would do together. And I would sit there with her crocheting while we watched her shows. And now I have turned into her. She loved to watch Days of Our Lives. I'm moving on to Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> So uh yeah I'm
1: rewatching Desperate Housewives as well. well Please explain to for. people what you're making because the crochet project is actually really cool.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I was on Anthropologie's website and I love Anthropologie. They are one of my all-time favorite brands. Yeah. But I saw this scarf and it was a crocheted scarf and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with this. I need this scarf in my life. It's so beautiful. I want it. Like, ugh, I'm going to buy it." And I looked at the price and it was $180. I was like, there is no motherfucking way I'm spending $180 on a crocheted scarf. Granted, I know it takes a lot of time. It is actually handmade. It's by a really cool company that has like a great backing and purpose and all of this stuff. I just couldn't commit to that. I just felt like that was too much. So I took my little happy ass over to Hobby Lobby. Michael's. Michael's. One of the two. (laughs) And I bought all of the yarn to make this scarf. And it's like a 70s patchwork kind of style. It's really cute. It's really cool. And I'm super excited about it. And I'm probably like, I would say a quarter of a way through it. I need to go back though to Michael's and get a different color white yarn because I don't like the white that I have at home. And it's pausing my continuation of crocheting but it's so relaxing and I love that it's like a mindless activity that you can do while you're watching tv because oftentimes what I find myself doing is scrolling on my phone Mm -hmm. while watching a tv show and then I like get completely distracted and I'm no longer even watching tv yeah and I like that it's something that takes my
1: eyes away from looking at a screen on my phone fully fully Mm -hmm. okay anything else uh what did you get for black friday slash last night <laughs> <laughs> well, deep in the night i was so proud of myself i was like i did no know black friday shopping
0: except for one thing i bought something from skims because my absolute favorite sweatpants of all time were on sale for like 30 dollars. so i bought them in two different colors that i don't own nice still waiting on that package to arrive
1: skims is slow as hell they are really slow i yeah. was
0: like what's going on here this is glacial speed uh
1: yeah so i'm really excited for those to come in Mm -hmm.
0: and then i bought mm, a lot of stuff last
1: night (laughs) fess up we want to hear at least one or two of the good items okay well i bought another designer bag (laughs) I bought a Chloe bag because I really
0: need a new black everyday bag, which I don't really need it, but, like, I wanted it. Yeah. And it is one of the things in my wardrobe that I have been kind of missing, just, like, a basic black everyday bag that's cool still. Yeah. And so it's, like, very quintessential Chloe. And I picked this one in particular because I had looked at this bag before and read a ton of reviews on the printed version of it, and Hmm. everybody was complaining that the Chloe logos were peeling off the bag, which... For a $3,000 bag, that's ridiculous. Oh, no. So, I actually opted for the nylon version, because I still really love the design, Mm. and it has the Chloe logos that go vertically up the bag that are uh, embroidered in, so there's no, you know, issue with peeling or anything like that. Sounds cute. It's very cute. I'm excited. It'll be... For sure, a bag that I wear
1: just as much as the Prada bag. Awesome. All right. Well, we had better wrap this ish up because otherwise we'll just keep talking about duckweed farms (laughs) and Gilmore Girls, which are great topics, but uh, I think we've played them out for today. So... Join us next week. Next week will be a big one. It will be our final for 2023. Episode and Episode we'll 50. Episode 50, covering it all. Yeah, leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you guys. Give us a little shout out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. And yeah. talk to you next week. Bye. Subscribe to Big Girls Gone Wild wherever you get your podcasts like iTunes or Spotify. We'd love it if you leave us a comment or a question. And don't forget to rate the pod. Thanks for listening. Stay wild, y'all!